Hello and welcome to another edition of Dual Candle Radio with Lenora Sarver. Got another great show? Stay tuned in. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? Staying warm? Enjoying the snow? I will say that in the last couple of months, God wasn't talking too much about snow and stuff like that. I knew January was going to be a major month for it, but he really didn't go into specifics except for what he had told me throughout the last couple of months. Now, the beginning of the show today is going to be recaps on basically what he showed me the last couple of months that's actually coming to pass. So, without further ado, just know that the snow that came through was answering the prayers of those who haven't seen snow in a couple of years. They miss it. They love it. So, look up to the heavens and send up your praise and your gratitude and your thanks. Um, God is definitely answering prayers. So, that is... That's a blessing. Now, for some of us, you know, you weren't ready for all that. You know, if you're a bit like me or any bit like, you know, some of my elders, you know, cold weather does not do them good. It makes them hurt. It makes them ache. It gets their arthritis going. And and my prayers, you know, go out to them as well. Definitely, you know, do what you can to stay warm. Cover your skin, you know, make sure that... Your pets are taken care of and not left outside because their little paws will freeze over a lot quicker than our hands at times. So definitely look after them. Um, But let's get into some recaps of what God had showed me. Um, First things first. um, I believe it was around November... When God was telling me that basically snow and cold weather was going to hit areas that normally do not get it. Well, that is happening. That has happened. Um, For example, the hottest place that is considered on Earth, in some instances, is Death Valley. The article I'm reading to you out of was, let's see, it's about two weeks old. So I'm thinking maybe January 3rd of this year, 2024, it was posted. Um, But basically, Death Valley gets snow for the first time in 100 years. So this is what was pretty interesting because basically, according to this article right here, it says July 10th, 1913 was the last bit that they had received. Um, And then since then... If you go on reading throughout the article, it says only trace amounts of snow have been recorded a handful of times, uh, mostly recently on January 5th, 1974. Um, So that's that part. But I will say that in order for us to get really healthy snowstorms to produce, the Lord had to use the vortex in order to make this a possibility. Because the world, and you know what we went through last summer, and all this rain 
that is happening now. I'm telling you now, all the flooding, do not despise this. This is going to be necessary for this summer. So it's very wise. Get your reservoirs ready. Get all your, you know, whatever you're using to store water. Get that in place now. You're going to need it. Because basically, about halfway through summer, what we're looking at this year, 2024, is an extreme drought. This year is the year of extremities. So get ready. And all these flooded, all the flooded areas and stuff right now, because what we have coming up, especially this next month, um, we're going to have drastic extreme weather changes. So we're going to have hot weather, cold weather. Um, that is what God was relaying to me, reminding me again in this past week. So whatever flooding, whatever rainwaters that we have coming through, get those stored. Take advantage of this while it's coming through. Um, the vortex. That has kind of come to fruition. And the reason why I say kind of come to fruition is because I wasn't understanding. I seen double, basically. So now, um, according to what we have here, let me go back. This is the Polar Vortex blog. And it's climate.gov's Polar Vortex blog. And it is edited and moderated through NOAA. Um, Chemical Sciences Laboratory and NOAA Climate Prediction Center. And they updated it, let's see, January 16th was when this was published, 2024. And basically, we started with the vortex coming down from Canada. And now, according to this article, it has split in half. And now we're looking at a double. One in the lower part and one on the opposite side of the world so around the Greenland area so it says here it says across the United States many are experiencing the first big blast of Arctic air of 2024 coats and gloves are emerging from the closets and heaters are working overtime with te temperatures dropping more than 25 degrees below normal in some parts of the country but the question on our minds, the ever-looming question everyone asks, when the cold air spreads across the country, the question that motivated this blog, is the stratospheric polar vortex playing a role in this cold snap? And then it says, read on to find out. And I like how they put stratospheric shenanigans. <clears throat> that is super cute. It says, uh, if we had to characterize the behavior of the stratospheric polar vortex over the last week, we'd say it's acting squirrely. Living up to the celebrity status we bestowed upon it, the stratosphere seems to know everyone is watching and has decided to do something unexpected. Mm -hmm. It says, for weeks now we've talked about the warming of the temperatures and weakening of the polar vortex winds that are 19 miles above us over the Arctic. So far, this disruption of the polar vortex has been minor, falling short of the wind reversal west to east, east to west, that defines a major sudden stratospheric warming. Our post last week explained that this major warming event has been elusive so far due to the lack of waves propagating from the trophospheric below 
to the main level of the stratospheric polar vortex. Minor warmings themselves are not ex unexpected, nor are they generally expected to be felt all the way down at the surface. And then we have what looks like an atmosphere thickness of different heights. And you can see over the graph here that you have the upper stratosphere and then you have the lower stratosphere and you see what looks like the polar vortex weakening, but then separating into two separate vortexes. And then it goes on to say as a synopsis for the graph, it says atmospheric conditions over the last week in the last several days, and it says the left panel, the vortex in the lower stratosphere has been pulled apart from below with two smaller lobes emerging one of which has been hanging out well above eastern North America. It's only in the last day or two, and then it goes on to the right panel, that the splitting of the vortex has extended up towards, and then it says 10-HPA. Then it goes on to say NOAA climate.gov image, and it says based on a global forecast system data provided by Laura Siesto. Thank you, Laura. Then it goes on to say, but what makes the stratosphere's current behavior unexpected and somewhat rare is that the polar vortex seems to be more disrupted at the lower levels, closer to the stratosphere-troposphere boundary. For more than a week, high pressure has been sitting in the troposphere over Greenland. It's possible that the recent minor stratosphere warming reinforced the Greenland high pressure, which then drove a wedge into the stretched out polar vortex in the lower part of the stratosphere, splitting it into two lobes. All right. Taking a break from the article. Okay. When I saw the vision, it was only like maybe 30 seconds. It wasn't very long at all but I saw like what looked like a vortex within a vortex. Um, so far, I have not seen any actual science articles or news stories, etc., describing it exactly like that, but separating into two was the ending result. Either way, it was going to bring a blast of freezing cold air that was just going to sit there. So, here we are, but I will say, you know, a lot of the people in the lower half of the country of the United States, they're not used to this kind of weather. They are scrambling, trying to figure out how do you defrost your windows? How do you just make it through? How do you drive on ice? Folks, here is what else God has to say to let you all know to expect this now. As things are changing around the globe when it comes to our climate, expect this to be a regular thing. But God is also saying there will be no regulars, ultimately. So just be ready for anything. So, at least we're not living in Russia where they had 72 below zero temps, okay? Just whenever you walk outside and you get mad at the cold or you're tired of all your laundry just piling up within a couple days or you're tired of having to 
clean the ice and the snow off your car and just trying to, you know, manage and endure through the white knuckle driving that people have to go through just to get from point A to point B on this time of the year. Think about Russia because you could be sitting in that kind of cold. So God has us blessed in more ways than what we are aware of. Take a note, smile, and thank the Lord that it's not any worse than it is. Gratitude is the right attitude, especially when it comes to God. Now, I did see, while I'm on the topic of weather, that God was sending some rain over to Israel. Um, and I also seen on the television, let's see, when I was watching the news, I want to say it was Tuesday, maybe Monday, and some people around there fussing. Oh, now we're getting rained on. And this, look, God is sending the rain. He has sent the rain. The purpose of the rain is to wash your streets out and eliminate some of the sickness, illness that is being spread. Okay? So the next time you see the rain, go ahead and get your covering, you know, get whatever you guys have over there, if you have umbrellas or whatever, get that going and let God do his work. Because right now, none of you can really get up and clean the streets to eliminate some of the viruses and stuff and the sickness that is going around because of what's happening in Gaza. So he is doing what he can to take care of you. So let's get that attitude of gratitude going up again because he is not leaving you completely without things. You are being provided for, but in a God way. So, you know, God's just not going to turn on a, a shower or, or hose. You know, he has the rain clouds. He has God's way of doing things. So more rain is coming and it's going to be spread out a bit. So you don't receive massive flooding at this time. Now the theme is flooding worldwide just so you know. But like I said in the beginning of this segment, get your reservoirs ready. Start storing up the water now because the type of heat that we have coming this summer is going to sap and evaporate the water very quickly. Just giving you a heads up. It's better for prior preparation than to be caught off guard. Nonetheless, we serve an amazing God. And because of that, he knows exactly what we need. And he takes care of us the best way he can, folks. Even through the times that we're in. Be right back with the next segment. Alright, this segment is going to be a little bizarre. But what's new? You tuned into Dual Candle Radio for crying out loud. Um, Tuesday, I'm up, getting my coffee, getting ready to sit down and pray. I didn't even get into the kitchen good, and God started talking about turkey. Now, in all my years 
of being in the prophetic. I have never, that I can remember, spoke anything over Turkey or even prayed for them, even prophesied over that country. So here we are today. <clears throat> Lucky you. Um, but he was speaking. He says, let them know. Leave Israel alone. Today, January 20th, 2024, we are but maybe two or three weeks out that makes it a year since Israel came and helped Turkey with aid after an earthquake. They had no problem receiving the help then. But now, oh, how quickly we forget. Now, they have raised their heel. And they are the reason for the UN looking into this. They are the reason. They've raised their heel towards Israel. Because they support Hamas, not Israel. But it's challenging to think Practically a year ago today, Israel was helping them in a most excruciating time, sending them aid. And now they are against Israel. Folks, this is very difficult to swallow for a lot of people. Because this is the way people are. When they're in need, they have no issues taking your help. They have no issues taking whatever you're giving. And at the time, they'll say thank you and show gratitude. But then shortly after, they turn on you. This is a common thing. And this is what we have to be looking out for in our day-to-day -day life. Well, God is seeing this. And just because Israel is small doesn't mean their God is not massive and for him to just begin speaking to me Tuesday before I could even get prayer started before I even got you know the Torah open and everything else I that I pull in front of me I had the KJV the CJV the Torah um, some of the sages from the Jewish leaders in the past and it's like the way he came across was very direct and firm he says the media will tear the inner workings that they do not want to be seen and heard that will be brought to the surface God specifically said, you worry about the speck in thy brother's eye, but overlook the lumberyard in your own eye. If you push forward, you have more than just the media revealing the very things you want out of the world's sight. The climate is going to be very challenged as well.
turned upside down even. You may wrestle with the Jewish people. You may win. But when it comes to their God, Hashem, you will not win. So know now what thus saith the Lord. And it's interesting because there was actually, um, here in my local area, there were some people from Turkey who had moved here. And they were having some challenges, you know, getting into the American way and, and trying to integrate into society. And I ran across some of them and I was actually helping them, teaching them how to do, you know, various things and just to, to be able to manage their lives and you know, they went and they bought me food and they connected with me on social media and and I thought, wow, wow, I, I've made some new friends just for October 7th to come around and they no longer talk to me now because of now they realize that I support Israel. And the whole time I was helping them, I knew I had my Star of David necklace on. So it wasn't some big mystery that... I love Israel, but they had no issues dining with me, um, hanging out, but now they're nowhere to be found. And you know, here's the thing, I, I don't regret helping people, and there's been quite a few people who's tried to make me regret it, but then I had to look at them and say, hey, that was me being good to you. And if that's how you repay, because you know what the word says, do not repay good with evil. So, hey, I didn't make the rules, but just like everyone else in this world, I have to follow them. I am accountable just like you all are, except for my accountability is a little bit quicker <laughs> because God will get on to me very fast if I'm acting up. He's very adamant, like... Just, you know, for example, on Saturdays, that's the Sabbath. I'm not allowed to start the show unless there's three stars in the sky or it's dark. So God has his stipulations and I have to follow them or else I get into trouble. And that's the worst kind of trouble you can get into. Just so you know. But, like I said, it is the God of Israel that will be handling Turkey. And he will make an example for the rest of them. Just so you know. Now, uh, as far as continuing prayers, he has not directed me to continue prayers over the country. If he does, I will definitely step up and do that. I have no issues. Whether if you love God or not, I will definitely lift up prayer on your behalf. Um... But that concludes the update that I heard from God about Turkey and what is to come. Be right back with the next segment. All right. This segment is touching base on a show that I did a couple weeks ago. It was the Red Heifer Israel Hamas. It was that episode. Um, now, the content that I spoke about in that particular episode has not been in mainstream media. 
this has been like an underground information network type thing that I just happened to stumble across. Um, but now we have other prophecy networks picking up what's going on along with other um, news stories <clears throat> that are happening. So let's take a look real fast. And I am on Prophecy News Watch website. And it says Hamas spokesman October 7th attack launched to stop the red heifers and Jewish temple. Okay, now that's pretty specific. Because that's pretty much what I was talking about when I ran across that blog post a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> so this is actually very similar. Now we'll see halfway through that they were driving this story off of another news story um, that was over in the Middle East and it was the Palestine Chronicle but a lot of this is not mainstream and it's kind of baffling because basically it looks like yeah we did it yeah it's our fault because we didn't want them building their temple. We didn't want them excelling to the point to where they could actually use the red heifer for what they need. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, okay, this is the third place for their mosque. They have other places. Why doesn't Israel just get their one place? Why is it okay for them to have places of worship but Israel cannot. I mean, things are so unfair for Israel. And I'm praying like all the time, like, Lord, he says, I know you don't understand this right now. This is what God's doing to tell me to help me to understand. He says, I know this isn't making sense, but just know. They are blessed. They are the apple of his eye. I'm like, okay. Because his understanding is more than mine at this point. Because I'm just the vessel. You know, there's nothing spectacular about me whatsoever. You know, if, if you've come to this show, it better be to hear what God's going to say next versus what I'm doing. Um, but yet... Why can't the Jewish people just have what they need? They're an amazing race of people. But it's, it's, it's baffling to see that there's some races of people that are just unaccepted no matter what. They can't defend themselves. They can't do anything for themselves. And the world stops them every time they try. And it's like, good grief. So a lot of, you know, just their holidays are them conquering what was trying to oppose and oppress them. And it was through the power, hand, and might of God, Hashim. Hmm. And that makes things so much better. Knowing that God is there, watching over them, handling the many enemies that they have, Folks, you see what Israel and Jerusalem and in those areas right now are going through right now. 
And this is for those who question the favor of God on your life. Why do I have all the static? Why do I have all the the persecution and it's because of the favor of God if this is what the Jewish people will go through and those of you who proclaim the faith and you have been engrafted in you will share in the persecution as well yeah so let's take a look at this article let's see it was in this week's I don't see a date on here But it was in this week's uh, newsletter they sent out because I still keep up with them. I haven't had any static or anything dealing with them. Now, some of the other um, like end times and prophecy uh, places, you know, they give me static. I don't know why, but that was, you know, once I start seeing that coming from people, I, you know, if I drop you like a bad habit, now you know why. That's why I'm not on your website. That's why I'm not sharing your news stories. That's why I'm not there anymore, because you ain't going to give me static. We're supposed to be on the same team here. And I guess, according to you, we're not. Okay. I'm going to keep praising the Lord no matter what. But basically, it says a military spokesperson for the Is Adin Al-Qassam Brigades the military wing of the Palestinian Hamas terrorist organization made a televised appearance on the 100th day of the Israeli war on Gaza. The televised speech was the first time he had appeared in seven weeks as during that time all of his public statements were either audio recordings or written statements. A lapse of several weeks even led to speculations that he had been killed. The Palestine Chronicle reported that in his speech... Abu Obeda, Obeda spoke about the usual topics, including the number of tanks destroyed by the resistance and the number of military operations. He also claimed that Hamas is manufacturing its own weapons, which makes it possible for Al-Qassam and others to carry on with the fight for much longer. Palestine Chronicle translated his speech in the third paragraph. Abu listed the motives of for the Hamas attack on Israel. We look back 100 days to remember the educated, the complicit, and the incapacitated among the world powers governed by the law of the jungle, reminding them of an aggression that reached its peak against our path, Al-Quds, and Alaska, with the start of its actual temporal and spatial division, and the bringing of red cows as an application of a detestable religious myth designed for aggression against the feelings of an entire nation in the heart of its Arab identity and the path of its prophet, the night journey and ascension to heaven. Did I just read that right? Aggression against the feelings. Hmm. Okay. Aside from this article, what about the feelings of the Jewish people who've been wanting and needing and praying and at the Western Wall awaiting the rebuilding of their temple? What about their feelings? Nobody talks about that. So I'm not going to worry about these. You start worrying about the Jewish people's feelings, then we'll talk about everyone else's. But this is what is due to the Jewish people. They are going to get their temple. Plain and simple. This is what God has been speaking to me 
for the last couple, like, the last decade. And he even spoke, I have to go back and see which year, I don't know if it's 2012, that the temple would be built. At the time, he was speaking within 10 years. Well, we're over that. We're a year or so over that. So, it's actually past time for what God had told me. Yet, this temple is not going to be an easy feat because they're always trying to stop the Jewish people from just worshipping. And I don't think that's fair. I really don't. I'm like, I, I can't even think of any other way to describe this. It's like, Jesus. Okay. <clears throat> you know? This is where we are. But then he goes to say, um, in his speech, he referred to the October 7th attack as the Alakask flood. Palestinians call the gravy, or excuse me, gray-domed mosque on the Temple Mount as Alask, literally meaning the further mosque, referring to a myth created by the Umayyad Caliph in 682 CE, 50 years after Muhammad's death. According to the myth, Muhammad was carried to the site of the destroyed Jewish temples in a miraculous overnight journey by Al-Barak, a magical horse with the head of a woman, wings of an eagle, the tail of a peacock, and hooves reaching to the horizon. He tethered the horse to the western wall of the Temple Mount and from there ascended to the seventh heaven together with the angel Gabriel. Abu continued, We will not tire or falter in calling all the free people of the nation to rise to support their, let's see, how do you say this, Aksa? and the path of their prophet, which the criminal Zionists are practically advancing towards destroying and establishing their temple. This is what we have chosen with our blood in Gaza for 100 days and for which the epic of October 7th was about. Okay, aside from this article, I know I said in one of my shows past that I personally, with my own two eyes, watched the Iron Dome handle all the rockets that were being shot towards the dome from Gaza. They shot them down. So they are not trying to destroy this mosque. Okay, they have been protecting it. So that's what I saw with my own two eyes. You can go to the IDF Instagram page. You can see the video for yourselves. And then there's some other ones on there as well showing different sightings of the video. But this, this is insane. Oh, and all I can do is just keep praying. And then it says right here in his speech, he frequently describes Israelis as Nazis. <laughs> Seriously. And calls on every Muslim on the face of the earth to join the war. I tell you what, man. God didn't just build Israel beautifully. He had to build them tough with thick skin to endure this kind of static coming their way. 
How many of you would stand and endure this? Oh, wow. There's just so many powerful blows coming towards them. And I tell you what, all the videos I'm watching of them, because I'm so tuned in. I want to see, is God moving? Is God keeping their spirits good? Is God, you know, is the morale up? Are the prayers working? <laughs> and I see them celebrating and they're happy and they're loving one another. And it's like, yes, yes. This is what I've been praying for, that they would have some sense of joy and peace in the midst of all this. Uh, and God is providing. He is providing. And I think it's making them more mad. <laughs> I really do. But they've got to realize our creator. Place the Jewish people and their temple that will be built on the navel of the world. Yeah, that's right. The belly button of the world, folks. That is where it sits. A very powerful place in all the world. This is why we have so many people fighting over that area. Because of the power that is there. It's like un... It's not like any other power you'll find around the world. Just so you know. <clears throat> but to this article, it says, he, you know, they're calling for every Muslim on the face of the earth to join the war. If this really happens, that means this is going to be global. And every Jewish person, including Christians who are supporting, will be a form of a target for attack. We may have to get ready in a different way. But those of you, I am calling now, whoever I am to you, high alert. Do not leave your homes without something to protect yourself with. Set up surveillance, cameras, everything else. And do whatever you need to do. Be very observant on your commutes. This is for the Jewish people globally. You will not get a notice when this happens. So be on guard now. Stay on guard. This, this is not being limited to the Middle East anymore. This is being spread out and it's going to get a little more uglier as time goes on. And I don't, I don't even like saying that, but I, I have to, you know, say what I see. Um, <clears throat> it says here, um, Arab language media covered Abu's speech extensively focusing on the red heifer while noting that five red female calves were brought to Israel in September 2022. After the announcement of the arrival of the cows, Hamas reacted almost immediately, warning that the potential Jewish ritual posed to threaten 
to posed a threat to the LASK, and they have been preparing to respond ever since. This puts a different perspective on why, you know, October 7th happened. But this is not being covered in mainstream media. I don't understand why. So the red heifer was the main component in the biblically mandated process of ritual purification for impurity that results from proximity to or contact with a dead body. Because elements needed for the ceremony have been lacking since the destruction of the second temple. All Jews today are considered ritually impure, thereby preventing the return of the temple service. Well, it also is going to be purifying where the temple's going to be built, but it's okay. You were close. The Temple Institute launched its Red Heifer program about a decade ago, led by Rabbi Azaria, Azriel. But even in Temple times, an animal that fulfilled the biblical requirements was exceedingly rare. Failing to produce a suitable candidate from ranchers in Israel, the Temple Institute began investigating alternative sources for a red heifer. And then it goes on to talk about an individual in Texas who was the red heifer hunter. Um, yada, yada. But, you know, it's interesting how just a couple weeks ago I made that show, and now here this is coming out, and I don't know if they felt, for one, I don't even know if they listened to the show. For two, I don't know if they did listen to the show, if they felt like they were put on blast by just me making that show. I don't know. But it could be that they've never even heard of who I am. That's fine, too. It doesn't matter. Um, whatever the case, you're not going to stop this building. Now, here's the thing. What you guys need to be doing is sitting down like adults. Not how things are right now, but sitting down like adults, you know, maybe some mitigation, maybe some negotiation. But then with that... Coming to terms with, okay, we'll leave your side alone. Just let us have our side so we can worship our God. Okay. It's, whether if you say that the Jewish people are impure because they haven't had their temple, because they haven't had their, their heifers' ashes, purification. Right now, they are riding under the grace of Hashem. That is purification as well. Okay? So don't get your hopes up by thinking they're doing wrong. I hate to say it, but I've sent under the Lord for quite some time now. And I've been very observant in how he conducts things and, and goes through the seasons and he always has another plan until what's been prophesied comes to pass I will keep an eye on this and I will definitely relate back as far as the show that I did last week 
<clears throat> I did not find any more updates on how well Cleveland City Council was doing. I've been trying to stay up on that. I haven't found any other updates. And if I do, I'll definitely get on here and relay it. Either way, that concludes this segment. Be right back with the next. Holy War. Is it imminent? Is that where we are? This moment in history. Let's take a look. Because I didn't have to start out like this. But there's a good chance we may be heading into it. If you look at the news and what's going on, we got Iraq, we got Iran, we got Turkey, we got let's see, Lebanon. We've got quite a few who are just tossing rockets and everything else around over there. And we have the United States over there. Um, what will end up happening is what I've seen through prayer. Um, that it'll start over there before it hits here. That's what I saw here. But those people over there have migrated globally. And then you'll see one country after another, after another, after another. And that's kind of how that's going to escalate and unfold. But yet, what does scripture say? You know, I can get up here and I can talk whatever. But this is what matters. This is what's going to outlive me. It's what's going to outlive you. So let's look. We're in Revelation 16 again. Again, yes. I've, I've been referring back and forth to this quite a bit um, over the course of the broadcast. And basically, we're at the... Where it talks about, you know, verse 12 and the river Euphrates. And it says, the water, therefore, it was dried up. That is what we're on the verge of now, folks. The water is drying up there. So here's your signs. I don't know what else you're going to need. Um, I don't know if prophecy can reach over and just, you know, shake you or not. You never know. You never know. But that's what's going to be needed to get this done. Okay, so verse 13 of Revelation 16. And it says, I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. Now, I'm going to take a break from this. New Year's Eve, I shared on my Instagram and part of the, one of the stories of a dragon that was formed out of um, drones and it was biting the moon. Okay, if you've read Revelations... <clears throat> you'll see how prophetic that was. It was like a prophetic statement. And I know years ago, I think it was like 2015, I had asked, could drones be what John was talking about? And others were kind of, you know, making articles about that as well. Well, guess what? It looks like, yes, it can be. Look around. Because now they're looking at drone strikes and stuff like that over in the Middle East and potentially here in the United States. So be on guard. Keep, keep alert, folks. This is what the call is. 
And then uh, verse 14, For they are the spirits of devils, working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Now, let's roll this back a little bit to the first part of the verse. It says, for they are the spirits of devils. Folks, you wonder why when we look all across the world right now in our entertainment and how they aren't hiding anymore. Hello, wake up. Then we have verse 15. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watches and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. So if you are keeping watch, you are going to be able to guard yourself, clothe yourself, make sure you have some sort of shelter. Folks, this is the time to be keeping watch. This is not the time to be turning the cheek going, yeah, they've been saying that for years. Look around you. It is actually happening today. Hello. Then we have uh, verse 16. And he gathered them unto together into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. Look up that on the map. This is where everything's breaking out, folks. This is where it's happening. Then it goes on to say, verse 17, And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. Verse 18, And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. Folks, we look at all the earthquakes that we've had here lately, and we're looking at, you know, 7.5 or an 8. You know, this is going to be looking like an 11, a 12. Hello. This is going to rock mankind in this area. I'm telling you now. And then we have verse 19. And the great city was divided into three parts. And the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon came into remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Verse 20. And every island fled away. And the mountains were not found. Verse 21. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven every stone about the weight of a talent and men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail for the plague thereof was exceeding great God has spent the last couple years getting everything into motion to make what I just read here a very real possibility and reality. Everything is firing perfectly, I'll have you know. God was pleased after testing out everything. We look at the hail now that is falling all across the world. It's working well. Now, we're going to be pushing forth with bigger chunks. Um, we have to basically work up to the size of a talent. Go ahead and Google that so you know what you have coming. I will say that for some people, 
these are extremely exciting times because we are watching, we are waiting with an amazingly beautiful expectancy for the next move of God. And for those of you who are waiting, you see now more than ever with your own two eyes how real God is and he is not backing down whatsoever. And I tell you what, I, every morning I wake up, I am excited. I'm homesick because this flesh has caused distance in between me and him. But at the same time, I am excited because I know all I have to do is look and see with my own two eyes what God is doing next. This is an amazing time, folks. But then we have... Um, something that God wanted me to speak forth to the Jewish people, to Israel, to Jerusalem, and it is Deuteronomy chapter 20, verses 1 through 4. When you go out to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and an army larger than your own, you shall not be afraid of them. For the Lord your God is with you, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. And when you draw near to the battle, the priest shall come before forward and speak to the people and they shall say to them here O Israel today you are drawing near for battle against your enemies let not your heart faint do not fear or panic or be in dread of them the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you the victory and for those who are listening right now, give God praise. Lift up your praise in advance because he is giving you the victory. Amen. Amen. Now, here's something for America. Because a lot of people are like, oh, what's going on? Well, here we go. Matthew 24, folks. I know I've talked about this before, but this particular verse is for us. For this moment. For this moment. Matthew 24, verse 6. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not alarmed, for this must take place. But the end is not quite yet. But I want you to keep in mind, we are still within the generation since what was prophesied about Israel, we are still in this generation. You know, they got their land, they got Israel, and it says in Scripture, this generation shall not pass. And, you know, Yeshua refers to it throughout Scripture. Okay? So this is where we are. This is not a time to get too entirely scared, but we need to get our houses in order to prevent being caught, revealing our shame and naked in the streets. Now is the time. You wait any longer, you may not have the time to get ready. You will be caught off guard. Either way, we are on the winning side. I know it doesn't look like it. I know it doesn't feel like it for some of us. Keep your faith. 
gird it about you as armor so you may stand and not fall. And as always, it is a blessing to come into your homes every week with some sort of message. If you enjoy what I'm doing here on Spotify, you can go to the Spotify page and click follow. Give me a five star if you want. And that way you'll be notified. As far as I know, the next couple weeks we're going to be staying on schedule as Saturday evenings. Um, after that, you may just have to look for the alerts of when I go um, to publish new episodes. I'm going to try to keep it around as close to Saturday as possible, but with the new schedule coming up, it may be a little challenging. Either way, I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank uh, TuneIn.com for picking up the show. Uh, Podtail, well, they kind of dropped it, but it's okay. I'm controversial. I'm not for everybody. Uh, Player FM, you have been going strong, keeping the show going Everything's updated. I want to thank you for that. Uh, we just recently got um, added to the Prayer One Worldwide Directory. It was the requestforyourprophecy.us page. Now, you know, we've been around for over 10 years, so it's affiliated with my website. Um, I want to thank you for picking up and putting us on the directory. Um, in the meantime, Lord willing, I'll be back on next week to bring you another episode. Again, thank all of you. Stay safe. Watch out for the ice coming up this week. There's going to be a lot of that. Um, God bless every one of you. Have a great night.